Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. We are very excited today to be here to be talking about the Disney Company and to be ranking 29 of the films from Walt Disney Studios from their different branches. We've now done this for 2006, 2016, 2017, 2018. 2019 and now 2020. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and Stanford is here uh, hey, with Rachel. me to do this. Yes. Thank you so much. And so when we were trying to put this list together, uh, we decided to, of course, there were no Star Wars or Marvel movies last year, uh, but we decided to include your uh, Disney films, your Pixar films your Disney Channel original movie films, and your uh, 20th Century Fox various uh, offshoots. Yeah, yeah, 20th Century and Searchlight. These are Mm -hmm. the two uh, studios there. And we decided not to include The Empty Man because neither of us are very big horror fans. And we hadn't heard very good things about it. And so we figured the world could do without our having to watch Empty Man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just just the 29 (laughs) films. Holy smokes. Yeah. And we also did not do any Hulu films because you have to draw the line somewhere. And there's (laughs) just too many. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Disney Nature. That's also in here. Disney Nature. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I don't know how different our lists are going to be. I think the middle is where we're going to vary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, want, I we're think we're going to vary more in the middle, Rachel. You know, yeah, I think so we'll too. I'll go yeah. to the bottom and the top. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's going to be great. Thank you for, yeah. for, for inviting me on. Yeah. So let us know if you're listening, what your ranking would be and what you think of these different movies. And we're going to try to go through this pretty quick because we have so many. So um, yeah. Movies. Yeah. yeah so we have different reviews and different stuff if you want more just let us know we can uh, we can try to put links and other stuff down uh, but let's start with the bottom number 29 uh what is your number 29 oh artemis fowl yeah, absolutely worst worst film that got produced out of the walt disney studios last year i thought absolutely horrible and such a disappointment yeah I was very disappointed because I was really hopeful that we could get the start of a new franchise. Yes, absolutely. This was way back when it was supposed to debut in August of 2019. I I was pretty excited about it. And I thought, we haven't had a new franchise from Disney, least live action since the Pirates movies that has you know, they've tried a bunch of things. They tried like Lone Ranger and, and, uh, uh, what's it called um johnny carter and and different ones that could have led to a series tomorrowland yeah. but nothing has stuck and nothing has been good <laughs> they've all been say, it's bad. They, they've been so they haven't been good yeah mm-hmm. and this is this and, was just absolutely dreadful and i think given that you know kenneth Branagh directed it and yeah. they had a pretty cool cast and and wow and yeah, source material it, that's i think quite beloved by many mm-hmm Yep, I read the book before just to kind of because I had a feeling by the time it was released, I knew they were gonna it was gonna be bad, and so I read the book just to kind of see, you know. Yeah. And the book does have a lot of potential. It's very subversive. It's very different. 
uh, has good characters. And this is just all set up. No story. Yeah. That's the main problem I had with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I was uh, same, same thing. Uh, also, I, I, I really didn't like uh, the narrative approach they took with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought again, they brought in, I, you know, good actors that gave really lousy performances and, uh, yeah. and then, and then just a really disappointing, just disappointing, uh, from, from start to finish. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. And, and I think again, like you, as you were saying, the release date kept getting pushed and then of course COVID happened, but, um, it seemed suspect. Clearly the studio yeah. knew, knew that this, was, this film was, you know, problematic. So yeah. it's just too bad. Yeah. And it's just, it's so much exposition. It's, it's just, there is no story. Nothing happens. Yeah. You're just, even the last like couple scenes of the movie are going to introduce to new characters. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. what? It was like a pilot for, for a show is what it felt like more to me than an actual film. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, 28. What do you have at 28? I have the 20th Century Fox film Underwater at 28. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. You didn't like I, it, huh? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much, Rachel. I mean, part of it is, you know, horror horror genre is not really my thing. Although, I was trying to get I was I was trying to give it a, a chance a uh-huh. chance. It just drove me crazy. Just uh uh yeah. Just the huh. way it was it was crafted and uh i mean i think that i mean they were they were they were trying to be alien you know i mean yeah. they're trying to, yeah. to make their own version of, of alien which that's not a bad goal i mean because you know alien again as it's, much as i dislike yeah. horror movies I, I think alien is a fantastic film you know brilliant mm-hmm. brilliant film and terrifying but uh oh this one i honestly just can't wait for it to be over and then <laughs> when it finally hit, you know yeah. finally when it ends it's just like oh thank goodness you know like i mean yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I didn't have time to rewatch this, so it's going back. It was going back to January. Yeah, because but... it's January. Yeah, I watched it on HBO <laughs> Max, you know, yeah. just this last weekend. But yeah. But I have it, I have quite a bit higher. I thought it was fine. I didn't go fresh on it. I, I went rotten on it because it was so derivative and just, mm-hmm. it wasn't the best, but I thought it was average. Like to me, oh, okay. this is like a classic version of like a, what I would call like a cable movie. You know, like oh, they yeah. would come on TBS or TNT uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd watch yeah. it and be like, that was fine. Uh, you know, I like Kristen Stewart and uh, yeah, Andy, I mean, we'll talk We'll talk about it a little further up. But yeah, I, I guess I've been more just kind of met on it. Um, not one I would like fight heavily for, but I didn't think it was terrible. Yeah. But my 28, uh-huh. I do think is terrible. <laughs> I have downhill. <laughs> I saw it at the Sundance Film Festival and you know this has all the ingredients that it should be great and oh it's just exactly. such an unpleasant experience it's, like, it is it's a very unpleasant film it's it's not funny it's not touching it doesn't tell you anything about marriage it's not insightful it's just annoying <laughs> yeah and like she's just I don't understand her problem like I feel like his actions are not that ridiculous like and she makes it this huge thing and 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 then his behavior then after that is 
is does become obnoxious but i feel like i understand because she's being so ridiculous and Mm -hmm. i just really disliked it yeah it's um it's one where i had the chance to see it at sundance and i picked something else and i was glad Mm -hmm. because yeah (laughs) uh, it's yeah i I, this was also when i watched it on hbo max i have it up just a few notches with 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 reason which like i'll tell you about as we're moving forward but um but yeah, it's it's not it's not a good film. When it should have been good with this cast. I mean, there's no with reason. The cast. I mean, yeah. And, and I guess know, the original it, what Dutch or something film or Swedish. Yeah, or, it's a European okay. film that they remade. Yeah, yeah. I guess and the original it, is hilarious. They filmed it on location, you know, somewhere yeah. over in Europe, in Switzerland, or wherever they were. But uh, yeah, it just did not. It did not work, which was mm-hmm. which is too bad. Again, a real waste of yeah. talent, and and I didn't think it was funny at all. I mean, the whole thing was just sad. No, and if they were going for funny, it sure didn't work. You know, no, yeah, no. I think they were going for something like. Um, have you ever seen the ref with um? Oh yeah, Dennis Leary yeah exactly. Yes, that's what they were going for, but mm-hmm. that did not work. Yeah, uh, what do that. you have at twenty seven? Oh, you'll be shocked. The New Mutants. I have a 27, you know, <laughs> there's another one that I think that, that I, I disliked uh, probably more than you, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, uh, this movie, I, I, for the only thing I liked about it is that I got to see it in the theater. It was the first new movie I had seen in the theater, you know, for months. And mm-hmm. so that was fun. You know, it was like, Oh good. I'm glad we get to see a movie. But um, to me, it was just, it was, it was a total slog. Uh, again, don't love not that it was a really a horror film but it was it was horror tinged maybe it had a some little horror bit images some, yeah. some some imagery and um and thematic elements or whatnot but uh and i like x-men i mean i think x-men are cool and so that you know that was i was kind of excited about that and thinking how, but uh yeah wow i hope they don't make another one <laughs> no i don't think they I'll will, they will. No, ch- well, no also, chance of that I mean, and I think the reason that one of the reasons I really was excited to see it in the theater too is that it, you know the release date kept moving pre-COVID. You oh, know? I know. I mean, it's it kind of a... similar to Artist Val that way, as yes. far as that kind so of. I was so curious. Situation. You know, I was like, oh, I, you know, even if this thing is a train wreck, I'm going. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, it was a train wreck. I, I, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care for it. Most people you, agree take, with you. Kinda? I enjoyed I know, it. We'll, we'll get to I, it. We get to it. Yeah, it's, I, I haven't. I have a lot higher, but I I did like it. I thought that it had problems, but I don't know. I kind of liked the sort of X-Men meets Breakfast Club kind of vibe that it had. It was fun for me, but I understand I'm in the minority on that one. My number 27 is Godmothered, and I was pretty excited about this. I thought it looked great or funny and, you know, has two likable leads, but I just really didn't like it it was very disappointing to me i just i felt like they had one gag and that was it and then they just did it over and over and over again she's a bad fairy godmother they they had no nothing else to bring to the to the story and kind of made me realize how hard doing what elf and enchanted does is it seems easy Mm -hmm. because they make it seem effortless but it's really actually hard and hard i just by the end i was so irritated by it (laughs) I just did not like it at all. So that's what I have I, at 27. I'm with you. Um, I have Godmother at 25. So we're not mm, too, yeah. too far. I, I couldn't wait for it to be over. Um, right? It's one that I, 
I mean, I wasn't really necessarily excited to watch it, but I just thought it looked cute. You yeah, know, that was when I saw when I saw the preview for it. I thought, oh, that looks like it has that could be cute. Yeah, but, I even oh. did a trailer reaction on my channel because I thought it looked. Yeah, and wow, not good. They just didn't have any jokes. I mean, it was just one joke over and over yeah, and over again. It was the same joke over and over again, and um, yeah, the the whole. Um, I mean, you know, a relatively appealing cast. You know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like. Is it Isla Fisher? Is that how I'm saying her name? Am I saying oh, her name right? Oh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I would. I would. I don't know. I. I just assumed it was Isla Fisher, but I don't. Isla know. Fisher. Let's go. Yeah, Isla Fisher. Yeah. Um, and then Jane Curtin is in it. It's fun to see her. In a, you know, in a movie. Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, really, comes really, down to the uh, script. The script is I was just gonna not say, there. It's just it's it's a terrible script. Mm-hmm. And and too bad because. Because, uh, and, you know, I also get a little bummed about, uh, I mean, I know that it's part of, like, the modern sentiment, but that uh, to, y- you really can't believe in magic. Really, your dreams come true because you work hard. And right. I think that, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's life, but that takes out a lot of the fun, in a way. You know what I mean, too, of, uh, of it. I don't know. I just, everything yeah. about it just didn't work for me. It's got the script's got to be there. It's, yep. Yeah. Yep, agreed. Well, so what's your number 26? My 26 is Wendy, which is a search Fox searchlight mm-hmm. movie that I watched on, on HBO max. Yeah. And again, horrible for me. It was just horrible, horrible, horrible. I really, I thought, I mean, I was kind of excited about the concept. I had forgotten about this film, and then you know when we when we were putting the list together, I was like, "Oh yeah," because didn't that come? Didn't it come out earlier in the year? Didn't it make it? Didn't it get in theaters like in February? Um, I think it did or, have a brief run after Sunday. Yeah, but um, you know, it's this it's this uh, kind of Peter Pan Redux, or just you know, or, or definitely this retelling. Uh, it it was so gloomy. It was yeah. so. So, um, I mean, I know that's what I know they were going for a certain look and a certain aesthetic or whatever, but it wasn't a place I wanted to be, you know, mm. <laughs> I didn't want to spend any time there. It was just, it was just, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And, and, uh, uh, uh yeah, just another one. It of was those definitely that. very disappointing. I do have it a little higher, but, uh, it, because I really love the director. His um first film, Beast of the Southern Wild, is a really beautiful film, very hopeful. And I do love the way this movie uses music and cinematography. Yes. And I thought everything. the cinematography was beautiful, although I hated what was being filmed. But I thought the cinematography yeah. <laughs> yeah. was 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 well done. You know. Yeah, I gave it a, a very mild recommendation after Sundance, but I, so it's a movie I have not thought about really since. And I don't know, oh, you get in that I kind I of. I don't stuff. think about it. <laughs> I totally get it, but I would encourage you to to give *Beast of the Southern Wild* a chance. Yeah, because I know. That I, I is agree, really... and that's just one of those that I've just missed, you know. And yeah. so um, I, it's on my list, and I promise you, I will watch it because. I've heard nothing but good things about that film. Yeah, too, it's so way better than this. Better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a 26. I have Magic Camp. Uh, it's fine. I just completely like forgot about it after I'd signed, seen it. Like, yeah. Totally forgettable. Um, not really very funny. 
Um, I don't know. I have a hard time even remembering anything about it. Uh, I yeah. mean, I don't know. Divine could be funny. Um, Jillian Jacobs can be funny. It just this is just nothing. This movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I have it just a, t- a, a touch higher, but yeah, I f- my feelings are the same. Yeah. So, what do you have at twenty five? Godmothered. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I have Black Beauty at twenty five, and this isn't Black Beauty at all. It doesn't have anything to do with the story except for the fact <laughs> that it's a horse. It's a horse, which, and, and the horse <laughs> is black with a yeah, white spot, <laughs> which ir- irritates me. I don't like that when when movies do that. But I could have yeah. gotten over that if it had been good. Like a good movie. Yeah. But yeah. I know I felt so derivative of so many other films that I've seen before. Of course, Black Stallion, Black, many other films, Black Beauties, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. All those movies are all much better than this. And I don't know, like it, it, it I think it's well-meaning and it does have some pretty imagery, but it's all stuff we've seen before. And... Uh, I don't know, as he kind of gets passed around to its diff- his different masters, which is true to Black the story of Black Beauty, um, I guess. Uh, there's that, but I don't know, I just didn't find it very compelling. And mm, so I have a 25. Uh, I have it at 24. There we go. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, I I was bored out of my mind. The, uh, uh, the Some of the imagery is pretty, but honestly... And I think I, I I think I might have sent a snarky message to you about this. It was like, how many sunset shots do we have to have in this movie? I mean, they're beautiful, but it's just yeah. like day after day after day. You know, it's this beautiful sunset shot with you know with with Joe riding on the horse. It's like, Ugh, please, can mm-hmm. something happen? And then when stuff yeah. starts to happen, it's also dreadful. It's just like, Ugh, you yeah, know? just watch watch Black Stallion instead. It's much better. Yeah, exactly. Better. Which is yeah. Uh, a beautiful movie that's actually good yeah so uh so yeah um and there's been so many good i mean most of them are are more r-rated uh so many good horse movies with you know things like lean on pete and the rider and Mm -hmm. uh, mustang there's lots of good horse movies lately we don't need this a lot of yeah and then (laughs) you know we both saw jockey at sundance right yeah which which which, uh will probably make its way in theaters which i thought was very good yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh all right so what's your number 24 uh so 24 is black, black beauty. beauty black beauty yeah. okay sorry sorry uh 24 playing? 24 i have safety and i guess i seems like other people liked this more than i did i felt like it was so pedestrian i thought the acting was very stiff and not very good and the story is good but i felt like it was really long and for the kind of movie it was over two hours long and mm-hmm seemed like this should have been more of a tv movie kind of that's where the production values felt to me on a tv movie scale and so i think it should have been like 80 minutes more of a tv movie scale right um and i just thought really that was my main problem i thought the acting was very poor in this movie and but it's a you know it's an inspirational story but i found it kind of a slog to be honest yeah, I know I can I can understand where you come from. I have I have it uh, a bit higher, but uh, but it's you know, um, yeah. I, so, I clearly liked it more than you did, but uh, it's not. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Sure. So, what do you have at twenty three? I have zombies too. Mm-hmm. 
the decom for you. I, I know because there was so much other stuff. Way to go. <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> so, but I got to tell you because you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. The decom is really not my jam, you know. But, um, <laughs> however, uh, because I watched Zombies and then uh, Zombies too, and then I watched on Disney Plus, and then you know how at the end of it says because you've watched this you know and then it shows like yeah. something that's similar it had zombies so i'm like oh, what the heck i might as well watch and see, see where because where it yeah. all came from um and you know zombies is actually good as we right? you know as, as 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 you had told me and uh yeah. i didn't think zombies 2 was was nearly as good Agreed. as as the as the original and then sadly that's the one you know that we have to rank but still in its defense and just just is you know i mean you know i lo- i really like musicals and mm-hmm. and they just don't get made a lot. But clearly, the home of the musical is the Disney Channel. Yeah, because that's just where you know that's just where they're making original musicals. And and uh, and maybe some of them are derivative or not necessarily that interesting. Or again, they're going for a really younger demographic. But um, I uh, I'm impressed that and, and glad that they're making them. So I need to pay closer attention. For these for these Disney Channel musicals and, and see see what happens, but this one for me, um, clearly they they had put a lot of work into the production and the choreography and the costumes yeah. and stuff, but um, the story was really dumb. I thought, yeah, with, well, with the werewolves, the, you know, yeah, the first one was was way better as far as story with yeah. it being this little fable for teens about yeah, exactly, judgment about and racism, judgment and, and race and acceptance and yeah. Yeah, and I like Meg Donnelly a lot. Uh, she, I think, is a pretty good singer, first of all, and then also, uh, I, I really love American Housewife, which is a show on ABC, oh, yeah. and she's on there. She plays she's the daughter, on that show. the yeah. oldest daughter. Yeah, and she's really funny, and and uh, so I enjoyed seeing her in the first one. Um, I did enjoy this, but I, I agree, it's not as good as the first one. Uh, pretty much all around the board it does have i love that uh that black and white i mean that uh, glow in the dark dance sequence in the factory yes when they're, yeah that, that's that was, really that good was, that looked cool yeah mm-hmm. and uh so overall i thought it was i guess fine entertaining enough it has still has that nice message it's just it's the same message as the first one so it'd be nice if they made their characters kind of grow a little bit more in the third one, which I'm sure somehow we'll get. Oh, um, yeah. no question. <laughs> that if they had them kind of grow a little bit more and learn new lessons instead of the same lesson over and over again. Um, I have it at 22. So just uh, oh, after, okay. just before you, um, but uh, it's harmless, but yeah, not as good as the first one at all. And I have a 23. I have star girl. And okay. I just found this movie so annoying. I just found her annoying. I found it's a total manic pixie dream girl, teenager. I'm going to just make the young man. I'm going to solve all his problems. I'm going to make him happy. And that's my whole role in life. I don't even have like a real name. I don't have any personality except for to make this, <laughs> make this uh, boy happy. And, you know, that's, that's just, I just don't like that. I, you know, girls need to have their own drive and their own goals and their own. And she was just, uh, it just really annoyed me. 
And it was all done nicely. And also the fact that she plays music several times before huge crowds with no microphone of any kind and everybody can hear her and everybody's cheering. And I'm like, that would not happen. You need a microphone. Uh, and I, I just really was irritated by it. I didn't like it. So yeah. that's why it's there. I have a, I have a, a little higher. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk, but yeah, okay. I, I can understand. I, you know, I support you in your criticism of it. I, yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? I forget where we are at. Well, I think a, we're at 22, right? You're at 22. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're at 22. Um, that's where I, that's where I put downhill, but, yeah. but it was tough. Cause again, I didn't like downhill at all yeah. with the exception of the cast. Um, and even they couldn't redeem it. But um, as we, as we've discussed, but I like these other ones so much worse. <laughs> so it's just kind of where, where it landed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, next for me at Y22, I had Zombies 2. 21, I have Mulan. And Mulan was very disappointing to me. I felt like it, I mean, I hadn't really liked any of the trailers. So I don't know why it would be disappointing. Because I thought the the flowing hair was so ridiculous. The model hair flying through the air when she's supposed to be a warrior. Uh, and I still think that's ridiculous. And I just... I, but somehow I got my hopes up because of the delay, I think. And finally, we're getting to see it in August. And, uh, you know, they're they're putting it as a premiere access. So maybe it w- maybe they have faith in it. I don't know. But then I watched it and I was so disappointed, even though I was originally not expecting it to be good at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I just, I felt like they made her so bland. And... Uh, she's such a great character and there's so many good scenes in the original that were just so bland in this one with uh, like, for instance, when she decides to go off to war, instead of it being this impactful moment where she's cutting her hair, it's just kind of blah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And there's like no character growth for her character. She starts out a superhero and and that's it and i didn't think that the thing with the witch really worked very well i didn't think that it had some on spectacle but much not as good as the on spectacle of the animated film so i can't think of any reason why i wouldn't just watch the animated film and not watch this and (laughs) uh so that's why i have it at 21 uh yeah what do what do you have i know you have this much higher what do you have at 21 um i have the secret society of second born royals yeah at 21 uh and these kind of these next few they were almost like hard to rank because Mm -hmm. they're just uh but um i guess this one i thought had such a fun premise and it was really not interesting the way it ultimately turned out it was really bland and that disappointed me because i I, again thought it had pretty decent production values and, and an appealing cast but terrible script again and uh just i just thought it really was a dud um sorry that's not very descriptive mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what now, was your take on i guess they're saying what yeah what, i what have it at, i have it at 20 so just uh, okay next yeah. to you um it was okay like if you i think if teens are looking for that kind yeah, of movie, say, like it's it just possible. Kind of, yeah, a fun little teen, preteen movie that's just kind of like a mindless way to spend a couple but hours. Very bland, you know? very predictable. Yeah. Definitely nothing special. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I and again, one of those that I thought the premise had a lot of potential. Yeah. It's a fun idea. But but it it I didn't think it really pan, you know worked out. Uh yeah, no. It's it's definitely not the best. Um so I have or say so what do you have at 20? So at 20 I have upside down magic. Okay. So you like to just and, a hair better. <laughs> just a hair better. Hair better. <laughs> yeah. You know, and again, same thing. That actually I thought had it seemed quite derivative of of uh, the Harry Potter universe, mm-hmm. but still, but you know, was was clever, fun. At you know, I thought they had some appealing actors, and 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 it's a fun and it's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. But um, I think probably at this one, it just came down to I just really wasn't the target audience, you know. So this prob- film was probably just wasn't um, for yeah. me. But I could see how some might. Uh, really enjoy it you know i just think that yeah. i think, think that it's think that it's pretty fun so i liked it i was surprised how hard so many were on it you know saying it was garbage and all this stuff and i was like really i thought it was perfectly cute yeah i like the whole idea was... of the like the people that are kind of bad at the kids that are bad at magic and they're they're the miss you know the misfits i kind of liked that idea yeah i thought it was clever and a sort of a special needs club for magic yeah. was was clever. I, it was I, clever. I, yeah, yeah. It makes sense too, like in this world. It does. And I, I thought that Kyle Howard was pretty funny as the misfit teacher. Yeah, I liked him too. Guy. Yeah. He was he was charming. I thought the teens had pretty good chemistry between them. And I, thought the I overall were, I thought the teens were fun. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. And uh, one of the best non-musicals to come out of Disney Channel in a while, I would say. Um, I have it. I have a little bit higher, but um, but yeah, I'm glad you you enjoyed it at least more than all these other movies. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. And again, because <laughs> uh, you know, as I said, decoms. I just don't feel like they're. I mean, they're just not really not made for me. But um, yeah, uh, which is fine, you know. Uh, but yeah, this one was was definitely better than many of those other ones we've talked about right (laughs) um well so what do you have at 19 at 19 so these are my these are my two magic movies this where i have magic camp at at 19 right um again i liked it just a tad more but again what i could even even remember because i'm with you like i saw it and then i like instantly forgot about it yeah Um, i like i like adam i think adam levinus can be funny and yeah. uh, uh, and this wasn't a terrible script, you know. I mean, his his role wasn't terrible. I thought he played he played it just just fine. It just it just wasn't that great as far as no. just like really being compelling, really being <laughs> just funny. Wasn't funny, yeah. 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 Um. So for me, I have a nineteen. I have Call of the Wild. I just I thought that. It was serviceable, I guess, but I thought the CGI dog was just such a bad choice. It really hurt the movie, and I thought Dan Stevens' role was really bad. Oh. <laughs> I thought that he was so over the top and just not in the same movie as everybody else. It felt so cringy to me. And oh, yeah. so for those reasons, I mean, this is a beautiful cinematography, and Harrison Ford's always you know, going to bring it, but I just thought that the cgi dog was so hard to get invested in 
And I understand why they why they chose that, but I, just, I don't think it worked. I think you either have to have a real dog or not make the movie. It's this the second choice did not work for me. And uh and yeah, and then Dan Stevens was I thought laughable in the role. I'm with you. I, I have it at um eighteen. Oh, okay. Call of yeah. Call of Wild. Um mm-hmm. same thing. Harrison Ford, you know, he's Harrison Ford, you know. Right. But but Wow, those CGI dogs, particularly the main dog. I mean, because the thing that was frustrating, no, they didn't work. And what was frustrating to me is just what's frustrating to me generally about CGI. Like, I know, like when we talked about the CGI Lion King remake, Mm -hmm. that was so frustrating because they were going so much for uh, realistic looking animals. It's really hard. I think that's very hard to pull the emotion yeah out of the out of it and 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 the animals were just always just kind of blank faced you know even though they yeah. were you know saying stuff that that provided you know, the the script provided the, the words provided the emotion or tried to but you know the, the, these animals particularly you know, the main dog was just cartoony enough you know they just like amped it up a little bit but it was so out of place to to my taste you know and yeah. uh Oh, just not like, and, that and kind of siege, kind of wrecked. Yeah, him. it was so it was so bad. Like I would yeah. give him a Razzie. He was yeah. terrible. Yeah, uh, terrible. Whenever he's in a bad movie, I always want to say to him, "You left Lady Mary for this? What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> perfect. <laughs> but, um, so at number eighteen, I have Wendy. Is where I have Wendy. Uh, okay. I, I guess maybe I give it a little bit of points for being very ambitious, uh, but it is, it is unpleasant and it just doesn't have any whimsy. And for, I think a Peter Pan story, you need a little bit of whimsy. You cannot have these children taken away from their mother for no reason. And, yeah. and it, without there being some whimsy to it and <laughs> some, it's just, I don't know. I, but it's one of those ones where I I felt like I said in my review that I felt like the good outweighed the bad. But ever since I've thought about it, I'm like, does it really? I don't know. It's one I've wondered about and I wondered if I should write another review. Uh, but then I'd have to watch it again. I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. That's the life it is of a critic. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, what do you have at 18? Uh, so 18 is Call of the Wild. Oh, yeah. right, right. Okay, well, 17 is where I have uh, Underwater. Okay. I thought it was an entertaining enough a little uh, underwater alien ripoff thing. I like Kristen Stewart. Um, had some good moments of tension. Some pretty good special effects, uh, especially with the, you know, with the giant uh, the, the creature. creature. Especially yeah. when it was like right outside the ship and she's like yeah. standing that, that looked good. good. The special effects, yeah, look good. Yeah, so and most of the stuff with the other members of the ship, I didn't like. Uh, again, this is going back to January, but I would say it's a it's a cable watch. If it came on mm-hmm. TBS or TNT <laughs> for free, I'd, I'd watch it. But I didn't go fresh <laughs> on it. But yeah. I don't know. It was okay, I, in my opinion. But um, uh, yeah. And then, so what did you have at seventeen? At 17, I have the one and only Ivan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. 
which I was disappointed in it. I, I was really looking forward to seeing it. And also, you know, it was supposed to get a theatrical release, too. Mm-hmm. And they brought in, you know, A-Team Talent. I think Ann, and Angelina Jolie produced it, if I'm not mistaken. And not only, and she was also a voice. Uh, I got just so frustrated with the story. And uh, I just, it, I, it just didn't really, yeah, I guess I just didn't uh, enjoy it. I, I wasn't that entertained by it. It's not so much that I was bored or whatever. And again, not, and that's not. The goal of these movies is to entertain me. That's not it at all. But it's just, uh, um, mm-hmm. I, I just was uh, not as invested in these characters as I think I wanted to be at the start of the film. Yeah. Uh, and it had, I mean, again, I thought it was overall pretty well made. But, um, yeah, it just ultimately didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I I guess I liked it a little bit more. Um, I could see it definitely is not like super memorable. Yeah. Um, but uh, so number sixteen for me is Upside Down Magic. We were talking okay. about that, but I thought it was yeah. cute. I liked the idea of the misfits, the special ed, uh, for uh, uh for magic. I thought it was cute, and so overall, I enjoyed it. Um, what do you have at sixteen? I have a Dolphin Reef. Okay. The Disney Nature so movie. So you liked that one less than the elephants. I have elephant at fifteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're both kind of together, and I liked it just a tad less than than elephants. I thought. Uh, I mean, they're both these these Disney Nature films. They are so beautifully filmed, and to me, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a miracle. I, I love the end credits, how they show a little bit, you know, kind of yeah. the method behind the magic, like, because it's just and like, I, how in the world do they get these, do they and get I think these shots? They even have a behind the scenes of the, uh, of both of these movies on Disney Plus. I think they do too. Yeah, I need to check that out. I, I noticed that. I think one of them popped up, you know, after I finished watching it. It was like, because you watch this, you know, you might, you know, be interested in um, so, you know, I, I, I marvel, I'm, I just marvel at, at, at the beauty of nature and these, inc- and these incredibly filmed things. They're so well produced when it comes right down to it, Rachel. And I think we, you and I have talked about this before. I just don't love nature documentaries that much. I mean, it's just, that's just not a genre that I just really love. I hope we can appreciate, you know, the yeah. beauties of nature and the, and the marvel of it all. But you know, just to watch it for you know ninety minutes each 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 one, and I think I I I knocked these out back to back because I you know I had a lot of films to catch up on for this podcast, and um, whew, that was rough. So doesn't, uh, for me, doesn't just because uh, yeah, doesn't the 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 elephant one have kind of a sad ending? If I'm right, no. Well, what well, I guess kind of yes, 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 because the, like the 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 matriarch dies. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but um, I still, though, um, preferred. I guess just the you know because they always have to put in drama, you know, to these. Oh yeah, to the stories. It was sad that the ground, you know, that the that the matriarch died, but I mind I over the overall the the nature photography really blew me away. I guess particularly, Mm -hmm. 
it was the combination of the nature photography and also just learning about the migration these elephants do. That was very fascinating to me. Yeah. I got I got kind of sick to death in the dolphin one. A comment of, of both both the the little kind of the little naughty dolphin, you know, who was just trying to figure stuff out, you know, stuff out, yeah. as well as the whole drama between with the humpback whale, um, and you know, and and her baby and all of her suitors who then like leave her, you know, or whatever, and to, yeah. for her yeah. to be attacked, and it's like, please, can this when is this gonna? <laughs> So I'm well, so sorry. No, I feel bad. Fine. I hope your listeners will forgive me. But um, I just, you know, the nature documentary is 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 not my, not my. Well, favorite. I have at 15. I have elephants. Okay. Elephants. Um, because the re- main reason is because there is another movie that came out in 2019. I saw it at Sundance Film Festival called the elephant queen which you can watch on apple plus which is way better oh, and yeah okay and, so i think i've seen that you know just the, that little tile for it on apple on apple yeah. plus apple tv plus but you know and it's, it's not as much tailored to children as you know rightfully so as the disney yeah. one is um but I, I i don't know if i loved Meghan markle yeah. uh narrating this one and she's i guess serviceable but yeah, i i just think the other one was much better the elephant queen and uh and the though in that case those people like, literally like lived with these elephants for like seven years it was crazy wow. it's funny they told us all about it crazy. and uh, amazing <laughs> so that's why it, it it's at 15 for me uh and then i have actually new mutants at 14 okay yeah um, and like I said, I, I recognize this movie has fl- flaws. Uh, and I think a lot of it comes from it sort of being post X-Men world, but then trying to connect to the X-Men world that doesn't really work. But overall, I like I said, I kind of liked this idea of sort of the Breakfast Club meets X-Men uh, type of story. I liked the cast for the most part. I enjoyed particularly. I liked... Uh, Anya Taylor Joy, I thought she did a good job, her role, but pretty much everybody I enjoyed. Uh, I thought that uh, the Blue Hunt as the lead was not the best. I didn't really like her, but for the most part, I liked the cast and I thought it had some cool imagery. And I don't know, I just overall I enjoyed it. And yeah. so I was one of the few critics who did. <laughs> so I had it at 14 in my ranking not like my favorite of the year or anything but i thought that it was overall yeah entertaining and uh so what do you have at 14 so 14 i have black is king okay the, the beyonce movie so uh this one i i i was i was really impressed i mean it was like a 90 for me it was a 90 minute beyonce video it was really uh, hard to rank and uh, yeah hard to rank because again there, there's a story, but not really. And you know, I mean, it's just more a lot of you know imagery, and and then and then some you know thematic things about uh, you know her interpretation of the black experience, at least mm-hmm. the way I see it. And a lot of, I mean, I mean, Beyonce is the queen, right? I mean, I'm not disputing, I'm not disputing Queen B by any means, you know. But uh, and and also, I think part of my you know, I didn't love that live action Lion King either. Yeah. So maybe there was some PTSD thrown in there, you know, and 
um, that 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 song. Although I I did I like that scene. That was probably one of the scenes I liked the best in the film when they were singing that Lion King song, just because that choir was so beautiful and so you know it's beautifully made and 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 you know her her uh, her her wardrobe is 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 stunning and and, and you know the photography is very interesting. But, um, you know, again, for me, it's just, it was a 90 minute Beyonce video rather than necessarily a film. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, you know, res- nothing but respect for, for, uh, for, for Beyonce, but again, uh, hard to rank in the, in, in this for me. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, so what do you have at 13? At 13, so 12 and 13, Rachel, I've got 13 is Stargirl, 12 is Safety <laughs> for me. Okay. I like those films clearly a lot better than, than, uh, than, than you did. And, and again, you're, I, again, I really appreciate your excellent descriptions of them. I think for me, I was just feeling, um, and you and I again, have talked about this before, but I was just feeling literally glee, just such glee about uh, the return of the mid-budget Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not that either one of these films were just stellar by any means, you know, by, by any means, but I was so, I just, they both made me so happy and that I just thought this is just, this is just like a great Disney movie that doesn't have to be some giant fran- quote unquote franchise film. Yeah. Just, just a good story that could work for a family, you know, and, and, uh, that I think in their own way, without hitting you over the head, they're teaching some good things or showing some good, you know, good behavior. And um, uh, they, they worked. I thought, I thought Star Girl clearly had, had issues, but again, I was just so happy to see to, just for the, you know, that very reason. And then Safety was, was, I thought, a pretty cool story wrapped into a sports movie. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I get you. I would, you know, the performances aren't that great. Um, but, yeah. and it was, and it, was, it was, it was too long, but and um, I, I agree with you completely about that, about the small movies coming back to Disney. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm so, so I'm happy. with you. They have, a home. There. they have a home mm-hmm. and let's just hope that they can be good. And some of them are as we're, as, as we're going to continue to talk about too. Like some of them, yeah, are actually really good. Yeah. 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 I mean, to me failure, yeah. uh, we're going to talk about that pretty soon. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I have at 13, I have Dolphin, the Dolphin Reef, and my friend Larry and I, we were so excited about this because this had been on the schedule, I think, in 2018, way before. And then it just kept getting delayed and delayed. And then it was released in France. And we're like, why did they get it? And we don't get it. And we're like, where is Dolphins? And so maybe I... <laughs> I don't know but i just thought it i mean i love the ocean so i could just watch the ocean for two hours yeah. and be perfectly happy and, I and miss the, the, the photography so is just incredible it's incredible mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so i just thought it was cute and i dolphins are adorable so that's enough to get it to 13 for me yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and then at 12 i have the one and only ivan okay uh, i thought it was sweet I liked Brian Cranston in this role. Um, I don't remember a ton else about it, but just that I remember thinking it was sweet and uh, you know, that I was glad that, that the, that Ivan got free. Yes. Uh, and at the end, I, I said, I said, it's a sweet story and I love these kind of small live action family stories 
but something was missing to put it on the great tier of your Paddington yeah. or yeah, Babe. It was, it was lacking. I said, I'd even put it under the remake of Mighty Joe Young, which I think is very underrated, which is very true. Mm-hmm. That movie is underrated. <laughs> yeah. um, nevertheless, very sweet. And the ending is very satisfying. So I guess that's why I had it there. But yeah. um, all right. So what do you, or I think you said 12 and 13, right? Yeah. So 12 and 13. Yeah, so 11. So are we you, on 11? Okay. Yeah, what do you have at 11? Me 11, it's Phineas and Ferb, the movie Candace Against the Universe. Yes. So what do you think? Is this your, is this your initial? This is my initial. Yeah, I, I hadn't watched this. I, I'm not a huge Phineas and Ferb fan, but I'm not a hater by any means. I think that they are fun. You know, every so time this I watch. your first time watching Phineas and Ferb? No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. This is my first time watch. I mean, I watching this, this film. Movie, I can't remember what, what, when. Superb. I can't remember when the movie came out. It was was it in? It was in fall? August. It was in August. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, you've seen Phineas and Ferb before. I've seen I've seen many episodes of Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay. As well as some of their TV movie, you know, some of their movies. That they've yeah. done, have You know, they've done some kind of long form things for Disney Channel, if I'm not mistaken, or Disney XD, right. or wherever they played them. But um. I thought this one was a blast. I mean, just yeah. you know, classic Phoenix and Ferb, you know, the, all the clever songs that they, <laughs> they include. Uh, I, I, I love the comedic tone. I love how it's always a happy ending. I love how the mom never sees any of the stuff, you know, I mean, it, and I thought this was actually uh, really a cool direction to take Candace in because yeah. Candace is always <laughs> so, so frustrated, you know, um and it's just like you know candace you know uh, made a change and and uh anyway it, it really it really worked for me it's kind of crazy this the only animation we got from disney non-pixar all year i know right this? how crazy is that it's crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so i have clouds at 11 for me i think i i, I mean i enjoyed the movie i thought it was very sweet of course true story um i i think i would have liked it even more if i hadn't seen a billion other similar movies like fault in our stars or yeah. you know kind of thing which i actually kind of hate fault in our stars but i'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm an odd opinion on that one but just that whole style of sick teen romance stories yeah, I, yeah. I think it's such a weird genre i don't understand why the teens love these. I don't understand <laughs> these weepers, these, teenage these, weepers. These weeper movies that are, they're so sad. And yeah, um, I have clouds at ten. Mm. So you know, I think we're, we're pretty close because there there was a lot I liked about clouds. I don't understand the, the teenage appeal, but I thought, uh, I you know because it was, it was a true sweet. story too, and I liked yeah. how the I liked how learning about how the director. Is it Justin Baldoni? Am I saying his name? I think I'm saying his name right. Um, yes, uh, that's correct. He, uh, you know, he met this this uh, young man who the who the film's about, and yeah. and uh, kind of committed to him. You know, that he wanted to get his story told, and I th- you know that, that I thought that was cool, and that he was able to do it, and do it in, in overall a pretty nice way. I thought really the winner in this film in, in it was Nev um campbell her i agree and her tom ever scott as oh they were both parents. so good they, they were, were both so good. great 
I was gonna gonna say that and Lil Rel Howery yeah. in it. He's great. And overall, it's just it's just a sweet little movie. I mean, I, I can't imagine anybody <laughs> like criticizing it too much. It it totally does what it sets out to do and makes you cry and it's true story and it tries to inspire you a little bit and so and it was perfect timing too when it came out because you know we're all trying to kind of get comfort over streaming youtube and sharing our experiences and stuff like that and that's what he did it was perfect yeah yeah um so number 10 i have the taylor swift folklore okay album movie yeah and I think this is honestly a lot better than her Netflix documentary. And I'm not just saying that because the one I'm you better. Had to see a sign dance. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Uh, oh, so but, sorry uh, about that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I just think this did a much better job of showing her music and actual songwriting and still showing her growth as a as a a, a politically minded individual and her mm-hmm. changes in her uh in her, her ideas about being a woman and it's they had all that in there yeah. they but they but it it was all i just thought done so much better and the music was better and you really got an idea about her songwriting which the other movie hardly touched on at all and so i, I appreciated that and you got to see kind of how she came up with some of the the lyrics and the stories behind her songs so uh i i was i enjoyed it yeah i had that at number nine rachel i i just echo your sentiment on it yeah yep i Um, I, I was surprised how much i enjoyed it i wasn't quite sure and Uh, you had you had clouds at 10 right clouds at 10 so clouds at 10 taylor swift folklore the long pond studio sessions Mm -hmm. at nine yeah yeah um and then number nine i have phineas and ferb nice okay yeah. Really enjoyed the animation. It made me laugh. I thought it was funny. Uh, I mean, I, I am not, unlike you, I am not very familiar with Phineas and Ferb. I've seen a couple episodes here and there. I tried to watch a couple before watching this movie. <laughs> uh, and and to their credit, I didn't really need to. to yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. always appreciate because I've seen many an anime film where I you know, was kind of struggling to get it uh, because they don't explain it um but in this case they did and overall i you know enjoyed the animation the the movement of the animation the songs the voice work was very enjoyable um so that's why i have it at nine Uh, and uh so number eight for me is where i put black is king and yeah i just thought it was such a beautiful art experience i Mm. guess yeah, you that's have to to, yeah, yeah, you kind of have to. It is an experience. You kind of have to put on your uh, your artistic kind of cap, like we were watching a Terrence Malick movie or something like that, mm-hmm. or something like this. And uh, I just I thought it was beautiful, and I agree. I think if I was a big fan of the 2019 Lion King, then it would probably be even higher for me. Yeah, uh, but I appreciate that somebody would make something like this uh and uh, yeah because you know i mean i know artists still make music videos but it seems like it's almost like a dying art form in so many ways and yeah i mean she really elevated it you know i kind of think of something like this is in terms of like pink floyd's the wall or you know some Mm -hmm. of these sort of 
album filmed albums kind of ideas that that you've seen over the years and i appreciate that yeah so yeah absolutely uh so what do you have at eight at eight i have onward ah okay good from from uh from pixar i that in fact well i think actually call the wild was the last film i saw pre-covid you know i saw it literally just like the day before theaters got shut down and then onward was just before that, you know, just just a few days before it. Um, but anyway, you know, that's what us film fans do, right? We talk about the movie the last time we were in the movie theater. No. <laughs> Sorry, but, I know, right? But um, you know, uh, onward had had much to like, um, but I didn't love it. Uh, I, I but still top ten, you know, for me right, out, yeah. out of this long long list because. Uh, I I thought the, the concept was very clever. I love I love the I love the animation. Uh, I, I I love how how you know Pixar can just go really into some really weird places, but it still works. I mean, they really they're going to uh, so, some of the stuff that they did <laughs> in this movie. Uh, it was just was crazy and it was fun. But I just I came out of there just not just loving it, you know, which was. You know, I guess kind of a bummer, but still, you know, even not a great Pixar film is still a, a joy to behold. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, in so many ways. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so for me at number seven, I have Howard, the documentary. Okay. Howard, which, you know, I love Howard Ashman. Yeah. Uh, I love Little Mermaid. I love Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it was worth watching, if only for the behind the scenes clips of beauty and the beast oh, with angela lansbury and incredible. jerry orbach and everybody like recording that was incredible yeah uh, and just his whole story is so touching and and sad and heartbreaking a, yeah heartbreaking that's a good word uh you know and i think a lot of people don't know that he died of aids or they've forgotten and uh and so i think it's i'm glad that this was made and I just found it moving and all of his friends sharing and you get Jody Benson in there talking You have Alan Menken, obviously uh, you, you know, you could hear about Jeffrey Katzenberg, all those people that worked with him uh, talking in various interviews, old and new. Um, I, I just found it very moving. So at oh, seven. I, I loved Howard too. Um, I, I have it at number six. I have it at number seven, and I'll not wanting to jump too far ahead, Rachel, but at number seven is where I put Mulan, which again, oh. go <laughs> figure. Like, what the heck? In fact, I couldn't believe I was ranking it so high, but I mean, as I was going through the, all of it, you know, for whatever reason, Rachel, I mean, I guess I kind of know our reasons, but I liked Mulan and go figure. Like, yeah. Because I shouldn't like it. <laughs> for all the reasons your expert reasons, you know, that you gave for me, I think I was, I was so surprised and delighted. I mean, I shouldn't have been necessarily because they showed, they, they showed a little bit of the preview, but they turned it into one of those. Oh, what do you call it? Is it a sushi? No, this, 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 yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Um, that, you know, I I didn't, I had no idea that they were going to go in that direction and I was just delighted. And then I I love the cast. I agree with you. Mulan as a character, 
had no character arc. It was so disappointing how she left her family because that's one of the coolest scenes in the animated movie, and they yeah. can't believe that they didn't even attempt it. You know, yeah. Um, and and I don't know if it was a language barrier, but I didn't think the actress was very good. She was very wooden to me. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they had me at Jet Li when Jet Li, <laughs> Jet Li was <laughs> and I thought I thought that the uh, that they made it different enough. To make it interesting, I was, I think I was so relieved that they didn't go what they did with the Lion shot King. Shot for shot, yeah. That they really, they really took the story in a different direction. Not so much that it was great. And I would watch the original any day over this one. No question. Right. You know, the original animated film, I absolutely adore. And it's infinitely a better film than this. And I can't believe that they, I'm, you know, I'm sick to death of these Disney remakes as you've heard me say, yeah. added to item. Still, I really, I really, yeah, I really liked it. Hey, I, 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 I get it. I get it. But, but um, um, so yeah. So what was your seven? I uh, started to my jump in. My seven is but... Howard. So oh, okay, my, and then my, so Howard for me was six. Yeah, my six is Onward. So we swapped. Okay, we swapped. And, yeah, yeah. And Onward for me, uh, I think it gets the bump because I liked all the things that you liked. Plus, I have a somewhat a rocky relationship with my brother, so I think that I related to it on that level, uh, the the relationship between the two brothers. But also, I just thought the ending was so interesting and bold oh, and made I me cry. Loved, I loved when the ending. Spe- loved especially that. when you think that Dan Scanlon, he was t- telling his story you know, about wanting to have one more day with his dad, and the fact yeah. that he would give his character not get that and not get to have to sacrifice that for his brother. I thought was so moving and so lovely yeah. and interesting. And I'd love, I would love someday to interview him and ask him why, the, why he decided to do that. You know, that, that this was his story and he decides not to give him the ending. I thought that was so great. And so I think it's kind of underrated for the year. I would say, I think people were very tough on it. Um, and I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I, I enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. dislike it that much less than soul. Um, I'm, personally. I'm so gl- yeah. I'm so glad you brought up the ending because, uh, I didn't just love all the stuff that was going on in the third act, but mm-hmm. that ending was so surprising. Yeah. It was very so surprising. Touching. Uh, and to me, it was very satisfying. I mean, maybe some other people yeah. would not, not, I don't think, I, well, not maybe, clearly. Some other people didn't really, uh, I loved it. And I, I think, yeah, I will, I, will, I will hope for that interview that Rachel, that you get with Dan Scanlon, <laughs> and I will read it with joy, you know. Uh, Dan Scanlon, uh, if you're listening, let me, come on, right. do it. Uh, Rachel. <laughs> but uh, what do you have at five? So at five, I have soul. Okay, yeah good uh you know Saul again was it was it was in for me Saul had some imperfect story stuff i didn't i've only watched it once i need to go back in and watch it again i keep telling myself and one of these days mm-hmm. i will but uh i didn't love i i had issues when they went back to earth in their different bodies yeah uh that's i mean i can understand story-wise why they did it because i think i think joe had to look at himself through another set of eyes in order to course correct um yeah 
but still, that whole thing is like, oh, what is happening? And this is just, uh, you know, I didn't really like it. But, yeah. but, uh, but, it's so, but the animation is stunning. I love the setting. I loved, I loved all the stuff in the soul world. Uh, you know, the voices I thought were great. Um, you know, the Pete Doctor-ness of it really comes through, I think, which I, which I really love. But I also thought it was a smart move to bring in Kent Powers to not only, you know, be a writer, but also co-direct it to really, um, I think, bring a certain level of authenticity to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Which Pixar is just so good at anyway. Um, And I thought it really, uh, so anyway, it's a film I really admire and I probably am going to have to watch it again. I, I, you know, when I, when just everything reading about Saul and seeing the previews, I saw, I thought, you know, this is going to be my favorite movie of the year. Sadly, it was not, but still, it's it's still very good. I agree with with basically everything you said. I also have it at five, and it was at four before we, you and I, rewatched yeah. Nomadland. I had I um, had it at four too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I was it was a little disappointing, but with how excited I was for it, and so that was maybe partly my fault, but. I loved uh, Inside Out so much. I loved uh, Up so much. I have just loved everything Pew Doctor's done. And I did enjoy this, but uh, but I I thought that I agree with you about the middle when he's inside the cat. And I just, a lot of that did not work for me. Yeah, I didn't And I felt the message is a little bit muddled. I think it's trying to say that you can lose yourself in the cause of a dream, which is sort of a bold and interesting message, but I think it kind of gets muddled and a lot of people are like, Oh, it's about him finding his spark. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's not what it's about. It's <laughs> like, like I get he's it. kind of losing his spark and that's how yeah. he finds himself. <laughs> like I get that you can take different things from the movie, but I just don't see how it's about him finding his spark. It's about how he lost himself in finding the spark and how jazz is not who he is. He is valuable just the way he is by himself alone as his own person. He's valuable. And I, I think that maybe 22 is part of the reason why the messaging gets a little muddled because it's a little bit unclear kind of what I think her character arc could have been better. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. like when you, when you compare her to sadness, it, it's just not nearly as moving or uh, impactful uh, as, as that uh, arc. And I, I do think it hurts itself a little bit to me. The fact that I just don't feel like the movie is very, it's all that family friendly. I feel like, and I know some people are like, Oh, that's not a fair critique, but, but I don't know. I just feel like the movie tries to be family friendly in the whole scenes with the cat and some of the silliness and stuff. But then it has these, uh, I don't know that, but it just doesn't succeed in that, in, in that attempt. I don't think. And so uh, it's not really a movie for adults. It's not really a movie for kids. Who is it made for? I don't quite know. Mm-hmm. But I love the music. I think that is so oh. strong. My favorite score of the year. I love I, music, and I love that yeah. they that they split it up with two different sets of composers. You know, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, and it I works. love the yeah, I love the animation, and I think that I appreciate its boldness, ambition. I, that's really trying. Um, so you know, it's it, it is what it is. I guess I have it at five. Um, so. What do you have it for? 
I think we have the same one. At four, I think you know I, they shifted a little bit, but I remember from from uh, from the last time we talked because again it was after No Man Lab. So for me, it's Timmy failure. Mistakes were made. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was hard for me, Rachel, to to because I had it a little higher. I love this movie. You know, I I almost like these this top four. Mm-hmm. I kind of almost love all equally, equally. You know, just for I, different. I kind of do too. They're so different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Timmy Failure Mistakes Were Made was really the best uh, Disney Plus original for sure. Yeah. And again, the return of the classic mid-budget Disney family comedy that just is done expertly. And uh, yeah. it's so charming, so clever, so fun, works for adults and kids. Um, it's, it's just, it just hits all the right notes where you know, of, of fun and of, of, you know, of some drama and some sadness, but not, it's not so melodramatic that you just roll your eyes, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just, I was, I was so impressed by it and I it just was, me, I'm hoping for more. It made me so happy to hear that you enjoyed it too. Cause I felt like I was sort of the lone woman in uh, <laughs> raising to me fell your fan club because I, I have it at three. I've known my land at four. Um, and I just loved Timmy failure so much. I loved the script. I thought it was so heartfelt and honest. And, and when, uh, when he has to say goodbye to that polar bear, it really probably moved me more than anything else in 2020 mm-hmm. in, the, in the movies. Yeah, I thought it was it's so really lovely and him tottering around town with that segue. It was so cute. It's- and, Visually, it's so interesting, and and this little you know the little actor is so good. Ugh. Actually, everybody's good in this movie. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those where the whole supporting cast is terrific. And- my favorite scene of the whole movie is when he sits down with Craig Robinson, and they have that talk about adaptability. And basically, he says, "You're never going to be like all these people." And he's like, "Well, I guess I have to be." And he's like, "No, nope, let's talk about this." And it's so well done. It is. And you know, it's, I think it treats it, it, it's, it's so smart and, ha- and handles stuff so well, it doesn't hit you over the head with anything. Yeah. It just is, uh, oh, just terrific film. Mm-hmm. Just can't say yeah. that good about it. Yeah. So I had Nomaland at four. The reason why I would have had it way, honestly, I would have had it way lower. It right. Rewatch. Exactly. And because the first time I watched it, I felt very slow to me. And I was just, I felt like it, it was too rosy a picture of kind of what was happening. And for some reason, I just, I don't know if I was just watching it with you or if I was in a better mood or who knows why we have different experiences with film. But I just responded so much more to it the second time. I I didn't have a lot of those issues that I'd had the first time. It clipped along better, I felt like, the, the second time. I, I can't explain it, but it is a beautiful movie. It's very authentic. And Kurt Francis McDormand is great in it. And you know, capturing a, a certain, uh, maybe it makes, makes a difference that I've basically been in quarantine for a year as opposed to in September when I saw it, I don't know, maybe four yeah. months, five months makes a difference. I don't know what it is, but I liked it way better the second time. And I have it at four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have it a little, a little higher, but I, yeah, I, I second everything you say. I, again, this, this was my first watch. Yeah. When we, when we did, we did a um, socially distant, 
watch where we push play yeah. at the same time it's we have screeners. And I was really taken with it. I, I thought it was such a thought-provoking film, um, hauntingly beautiful, um, so well-directed. Uh, Frances McDormand is such a good actress and mm-hmm. her just yeah. just just kind of the the pain and I don't know if you ever call it confusion, but her character's gone through a lot of stuff. And it's not necessarily an abandoned person. She's got options, you know? But yeah, she's she's, like she's not taking them. She wants she she wants to be alone. And and uh it's just just an interesting thing, just on, on so many so many fronts anyway. I loved I I loved it. I um, I, I have it at number two, but we'll, you know, we don't want to. So what do you have at three? At three, I have the personal history of David Copperfield. Okay. So I have that at two. Okay. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> and again, these top four, I mean, yeah. for me, they were all, it was hard, so hard to rank, you know? Um, what do you, so, okay. So you're three then, Rachel, what's your number three? Timmy Failure. Timmy Failure. Okay. So yeah, I've, yeah, I've got the. It wasn't the personal history of David Copperfield, just a breath of fresh air. It was so delightful. I absolutely loved it. I I loved it. Yeah. I love Deb Patel. I always have ever since Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, And I love Lion. That's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. And uh, I I love him in this. I mean, he's just, he's always good. Even if I don't love the, well, I mean, even in uh, (laughs) the the, the Airbender movie, he was good. Yeah, he's always he's, good. He's great. And I just loved him in this. I thought that uh, he did a good job and the, the supporting cast was so great with Peter Capaldi and Tilda Swinton. And, and uh, I haven't ever read this book and there was some parts where it felt maybe a little rushed. You could tell, but I still, I enjoyed the whimsy of it. I thought that they did a really good job of kind of making it almost seem Wes Anderson-y. <laughs> Oh yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's like Dick, Charles Dickens meets meets Wes Anderson, you know. Yeah, and so uh, it didn't feel like flat or boring. Like I feel like this. If you don't like period pieces, you might like this because it's got a little bit of whimsy to it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I I love David Carfield the book. It's just, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite Dickens novels, and this was such a fresh and fun adaptation that I thought really. Uh, did did the book proud <laughs> you know which we can't always say about every book adaptation you know but uh or every film adaptation of a book but um and, and then i i think you you just you just aced it just you know with your descriptions just the, the whimsy of it uh and and the pacing because the one thing yeah is this, some of the stuff that happens in the book because i mean it's charles dickens right i mean it's this it's it's the so intertwined and stuff and they they moved this film along at a really i thought the pacing was was actually quite good Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though maybe some of the stuff got resolved or came through a little too quickly, I was kind of grateful for it in the context of it just being a feature film, you know, that they didn't drag it out. So we have the same number one. Should we say it together? Yeah. One, yeah. Right, one, one, two, two three. three Hamilton. <laughs> yes. Now, now, have you seen the, the stage production? I have seen the stage production. And, uh, and so, but I, I saw it was the touring company. Me too. They came, they came through Salt Lake City. And, 
you know, I, anyway, it's one of those experiences where you just think this lives up to every bit of hype that, you know, because I, I absolutely was entranced with the stage play. And then, but then I had to listen to the soundtrack. I mean, excuse me, the original Broadway cast recording, you know, for a while. Uh, and then just to see, to, to, just the gift that Lin-Manuel Miranda and Bob Iger, it was the COVID gift is what I call it. Because Agreed. this was not supposed to come out. This was going to come out in theaters in 2022. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was twenty twenty one, but yeah, it was supposed it to come was, out in theaters. It was, it was supposed to come out in theaters, I think, next year, if oh, I'm not wow. mistaken, Rachel. Maybe it was no what it yeah. was twenty twenty one, right? It was twenty twenty one. I'm off. Yeah. It was but, like I can't remember the date. But anyway, yeah. they gave it to us a year plus early and um and put it on Disney Plus without doing their premiere access stuff. Right. You know? And what a gift. Yeah, I just absolutely loved it i love the music i i think that the music does such a great job of combining the hip-hop feel with the broadway feel like it's not too much of either one it's a really good balance all the performances are really fun i mean i love david diggs he's hilarious in both of his roles i love the skyler sisters i I mean, I don't know. I just loved the show when I saw it live and I loved the filming of it. I thought they did a good job. And yeah, I agree with you that it was just the week after Broadway had been canceled. And so it was devastating and, and I was devastated. And and so just watching it was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was just the boost, you know, I think, I know I needed, and I really think a lot of people in the country needed and, uh, because it came out of the 4th of July weekend, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm so sorry I don't remember the date. And here it is. We are in 2020. And I think that we're, I mean, who knows? I'm in a time warp. You know, <laughs> I'm in a quarantine warp. But yeah, no, you're right. I was only sometime in 2021. But it was like a year early, you know, from it when was, it was supposed yeah. to be released in the theater. And it's just, it's such a refreshing view of of history and of oh. of life and choices and our legacies and and immigration all that stuff is all in there but it's just so entertaining it's so well done and i just love it i do too i absolutely love it and you know i didn't have any qualms putting it at number one even though it's not again it's one of those things that's not necessarily a film because it's you know a filmed adaptation of I mean, it's just it's basically they filmed the play, you know, just with with uh, they filmed it over a couple of nights, you know, uh, but still with the original Broadway cast. I mean, hello, as you were saying, you know, Debbie Diggs yeah. is so cool. Leslie Odom Jr. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Um, Christopher Jackson as George Washington steals the show for me. You know, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody's incredible. Renee, at least Goldsberry, you know, as, 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 uh, and Philippa Sue. I mean, it just goes on and on. <laughs> All the cast, I love it so much. So, yeah, Hamilton was just, I mean, it was interesting, Rachel, when you told me, you know, we, you know, you, when you pitched this idea to do this, this podcast, mm-hmm. instantly Artemis Fowl went to the bottom and Hamilton went to the top. <laughs> I mean, this is, that was no question. You know what I mean? And yeah. then everything else I really had to, you know, just kind of think and ponder about. But those two, no question were the ones were the the ones I thought you know deserved to be where they where they were. Yeah. And well, I completely agree. So there we go. We did it. 29 movies. Yay. 
Well, let us know if you made it this far. Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah. And put your rankings down in the comment section or just let us know what you think of ours. And Stanford, where can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark. And I also have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also at the Hallmarkies podcast, uh, lots of fun interviews and other stuff going on over there. So make, make sure you check out uh, the Hallmarkies podcast. And thanks so much again. This was so much fun. Thank you, and, Rachel. And uh, check out our patron group. We really appreciate that. We also have our merch store with tons of fun uh, designs. So take a look at that. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, Bye. everyone. <laughs>